You've all heard the saying, there is no I in team. Well, that's partly correct. But we each bring a unique perspective and experience when working as a team. So it can be viewed as a collective group of eyes that work together to build a team of success. Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks. How to get it just right. With host Dr. Cass Henry. In today's program, we'll uncover the tools of team success in order to achieve winning results. Now, here is Dr. Cass Henry. Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, how to get it just right. I'm Dr. Cass Henry, and I'm very happy to share another hour with you. We continue our dialogue of driving social change today, building on the organizational framework we have been exploring over the last three weeks. I have carried the vision of public-private university partnership as my driving force in my personal mission of building to last and ennobling for success. I believe that true accountability and progress happens only with effective public-private partnership and university engagement because accountability transcends official roles played by professionals, while the artificial divide that exists in the marketplace only divide the three sectors and hinder progress. The three sectors I'm referring to are the public sector, private sector, and universities. My life work has now been amplified by the partnership with the AGA through the formation of our new Greater Chicago chapter. Giving wings to my vision and helping this vision take flight are a group of change agents I am so very blessed to share a powerful journey with. These change agents come from governmental agencies, corporations, and universities with diverse experience, areas of focus, and insights enriching the shared journey and prosperity we collectively strive for. Accountability stems from leadership and responsible stewardship. Organizations need to build leaders at every level of an organization so as to ensure stewardship and accountability at every level. There can be no accountability in the absence of transparency. These elements of accountability, stewardship, transparency, and leadership at all levels need to be embodied in the DNA of an organizational culture for the organization to embody authenticity and integrity. Absence of integrity and authenticity will fail to breed trust across all stakeholder groups, including the members of community. Peter Drucker very aptly stated, organizational culture eats strategy for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, emphasizing the importance of building a culture of accountability and transparency for responsible stewardship. Joining me to engage in today's episode, Public-Private Partnership for Accountability and Transparency, are three of our change agents, Kyle, Della, and Wanda. Kyle, Della, and Wanda, welcome to the show, and I'm Thank so you. very honored to have you with us here. Thank you, Kaz. Thank you for being on the show. So as we get started, I want each of you to kind of take your turn and talk about what motivated you, first of all, to be a part of this innovative movement as we build our team of AGO Greater Chicago Chapter 
And as change agents, what your vision for us is? Well, there were a few reasons why that I joined. Um, I wanted to be part of something that was really never done before with an organization. And what I mean that is, is bringing the public and private sector together to work for a common goal. Whether it is, you know, to show the positive side to government and have that outlook carried over, you know, into the private sector, kind of to show what government work is about. Um, another reason is, is to be able to work with other leaders in different agencies mm-hmm. or different industries mm-hmm. so that I can learn and grow from them. You know, I'm mm-hmm. always looking for ways to grow. I'm always looking for ways to learn um, or maybe even have somebody point out, you know, a mistake that I did. Mm-hmm. So that's another reason why mm-hmm. um, I joined. And But, but probably most importantly um, is because I want to show our younger members Mm -hmm. that they too can lead and be successful with, you know, whatever they would like to do in their career and how they can become a positive, you know, social movement to others who look up to them. Um, And I believe our organization will allow that to happen. Beautiful. What a wonderful vision. Thank you, Dala. Thank you. Wanda, Kyle? Um, You know, maybe I'll jump in. Go ahead, Kyle. Well, I was just going to say, um, Della mentioned that, uh, that kind of the purpose of this group, but one of the elements of this group is really to collaborate with other industries, with other business leaders. Um, and I think uh, kind of building from that, it's, it's really important for that collaboration to take place, especially in today's time. I think mm-hmm. that government in, in particular is under a lot of pressure to um, you know, do more with less as we constantly hear. And really, for that to happen, we really need for governments to be collaborating, to be sharing, to be solving problems mm-hmm. collectively. Um, yes. So I think it's really important for us, to, for, for this organization as we grow, to really foster that environment where organizations can collaborate and communicate with each other in a way that, you know, a lot of other professional organizations or, or groups don't allow for. So that's what Beautiful. I'm really excited about within this organization and, and really do agree wholeheartedly with what Della communicated as well. I am so glad to hear that. Thank you so much, Kyle. How about you, Wanda? Well, I'm going to give you a different spin, Dr. Henry. Um, okay. Mine is not so much for growth because I think that um, when I was going for the master's program, um, I was allowed by my instructors to dare and to dream and to present ideas as though I was queen of the world. And um, uh-huh. that kind of made me feel like maybe there's some leadership potential here, um, if not just by myself, but as a group. Uh, we uh-huh. might be able to be those agents that we talked about in class and on the radio just now, um, uh-huh. that as professionals, um, expanding our worldview, seeing what we bring to the table, and seeing uh-huh. if we can make a difference. Um, and not always with the government so much, but um, the public service is, is really important to me. So uh, on a personal level, uh, what can we do and, and mm-hmm. make a difference? I am so happy to hear that. And each of you in your own way are envisioning um, an opportunity to collaborate with others 
and build a kind of a society in our local communities and in the larger greater Chicago so that we actually have a community that is going to work for the members of the community as well as we have a community that we are proud of being a part of, right? So that we leave something better for our children. There's way too much clash, clashing and too much negativity and a complete absence of a interactive civil society. And so I am very, very touched to hear you guys say that that is where you see the vision and the value. And since that is the common theme of what is driving us and you as change agents are helping realize that vision, what in your perspective from your vantage point is accountability? And I'm asking from your vantage point because Della, you work for the Cook County Auditor's Department. Kyle, you work for a private sector uh, accounting and consulting firm, Baker Tilly. Wanda, you work for Chicago EMS. So you all come from a variety of backgrounds and accountability means different things. So Kyle, I'm gonna let you go first. We're gonna break the uh, general norm and let the gentleman go first, right? Um, and, <laughs> I got it. <laughs> so I appreciate go and, it. Well, go ahead and tell um, us what your thoughts are. Absolutely, and kind of, you know, what's interesting is in your introduction, you mentioned that I work for an accounting firm, and I think, um, you know, that definitely plays a role in how I view accountability. Um, you know, and really what that is from my professional perspective is, you know, financial um, management, making sure that we're managing funds appropriately. We're, you know, making mm -hmm. the best use of uh, public resources. Um, so really focused on, you know, internal control and financial management. Um, mm -hmm. So that's really kind of how I, I approach it from my professional and my professional life. Um, but I, you know, I also, um, you know, think of it in other ways as well. And, yes. Um, you know, I, I think um, one interesting way to think about accountability really is, is from a public policy perspective. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in government, when we're making decisions and we're, you know, putting forth policy that are going to, you know, impact, um, you know, our constituents' lives, we really think of, you know, we're really thinking about, you know, public policy and decision making and, and what impact mm -hmm. that has on individuals' lives. So, you know, a, a kind of a unique way that it, that kind of um, differs a little bit from my professional life, but I guess I really see two sides of it, kind of the public policy aspect to it, but then also mm -hmm. the business side of it as well. And that's interesting you say that because ultimately public policy shapes business strategy decisions and public policy shapes every citizen's life choices and the burdens they bear, right? And coming, drawing from my CFO world of having run a pension fund, a $22 billion pension fund, part of a, the accountability role there for me was actually working with Springfield, Illinois State Legislature, to take some of our lessons learned through our internal audit and our analytics and go and build the kind of public policy and controls in the 118, 120-year-old pension law to make sure that we stop the bleeding of the funds and we protect the assets for the benefit of the pension fund, right? So I totally hear what you're saying and that truly, while it looks like they're two different perspectives, ultimately, as you said, they come together and make total sense. Thank you for that, Kyle. How about you, Wanda? 
Okay, well, I can just think I'm on the opposite side of this table. Um, for me, accountability with EMS and being a paramedic is individual. Um, it comes with one call at a time, one patient at a time, and it makes me my brother's keeper. It does. Mm-hmm. It's a profession that I chose, and I need to be accountable, and my conduct needs to be appropriate, and I must take care of um, business um, and the community. Um, it means that I need to lend a physical hand and, mm-hmm. and get involved and um, not just uh, uh, think of policies, I'm sorry, um, but of protocol and um, what's most appropriate. So for me, it's being a steward, and it means mm-hmm. developing better relationships and partnerships with uh, those in the medical field and the community uh, to, to make it more uh, available for people in our, 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 our district or our mm-hmm. uh, area, um, just making sure that they have the things that they need to make better choices. Makes total sense. So accountability can be in a larger big picture perspective or it can be on an individual perspective. And that goes to the heart of the understanding and realization that we are accountable individually and collectively for every choice we make, every action we take, and every choice and action we don't take because we are making a conscious choice not to act or not to make a decision. And that too goes to the heart of accountability. So I truly love that you brought a different perspective. And that is the beauty of our organization where people from different perspectives are looking at, I would say the light and each of us see a different color of the white light. And together we can see the rainbow and then we can hopefully do something great and beautiful for ourselves and our community for it, with it. So with that wonderful thought, I am going to take us to break. And when we come back, Della, we're going to have you share your thoughts. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. If you are looking for an outstanding keynote speaker, look no further than Dr. Cass Henry. Cass is available to speak to your company. She also offers organizational leadership development seminars and workshops. These seminars can integrate learning and development, customer service, processes and financial growth. Positive, motivated employees care about their customers and work products. Visit CassHenry.com or follow Dr. Cass Henry on Facebook That's KASHenry.com for more information. Organizational training does not have to be a difficult job. Visit Dr. Cass Henry's site to find out more about her organizational training curriculum development and global organizational training webinars. These informative webinars cover leadership development, career path and succession planning, financial performance improvement and change management, and corporate finance. For more information, please visit CassHenry.com and follow Cass Henry on Facebook. That's K-A-S-Henry.com. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. 
Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're listening to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks. How to get it just right. To reach Dr. Cass Henry or her guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Henry at hotmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, How to Get Just Right. We are discussing the episode Private-Public Partnership for Accountability and Transparency with Kyle, Della, and Wanda. As we went to the break, we were going to have you share your thoughts. So go ahead. Yeah, um, accountability to me, for myself, is probably three levels. Um, And the reason why I'm saying three levels is because I try to be aware of and feel responsible for, you know, what um, I want to see happen in my life and how I can touch someone else's life, you know, in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Um, the first level will probably be my, of course, my work. Mm-hmm. Um, do I have the tools? Do I have the knowledge um, to do what I need to do? Um, I'm accountable to the taxpayer, you know, for trying to get certain things done for their money and to protect the tax dollar. And at the same time, I'm also accountable to the county. Mm-hmm. Um, another level is my social action accountability. I have to give back or share what I've been given, mm-hmm. whether it's to volunteer for an organization, money to give to a charity, or just maybe a hug lending an ear to somebody that needs it. Mm-hmm. That's, so that's the social side. And the last level is of course family and friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to be there. I feel the need to have to be there for them when I'm needed, or even reach out to them if they're not able to mm-hmm. to do that for me. So, in order for me to feel like a whole person in every aspect of my life, I feel that there's three areas to be accountable mm-hmm. for. I I think that is a beautiful sentiment because ultimately. We all play at least four roles in a society, right? We are a householder and a family member. We're a person, right? On top of that, we're a consumer. We're an employee. We're a citizen. And then we're also an investor. So we have all these roles to play. And in every one of these roles, we have to be accountable to ourselves and those who we impact. And I think that is what you're trying to say in terms of all the people we touch. And... So as we talk about how accountability allows us to make these positive impacts and how as part of this organization, we can take our different perspectives and build that in a way that impacts the community in a positive way. How do you see the need for transparency and disclosure playing into your idea of accountability? I'm going to have Wanda, you go first. We're going to okay, mix it good. up a little. I was going to jump in. Um, yes. You know what? Being maybe older and um, maybe not as socially media savvy as a lot of other people, I kind of like the idea of putting my cards out on the table. 
and mm-hmm. with transparency and with all the great minds that we have together in this chapter, um, I like the idea of saying, this is what I got, this is what I bring, um, let's see if we can work something out, and, um, you know, you know exactly what you've got. Um, it, the mm-hmm. transparency itself uh, makes it pretty clear and helps you more accountable when it comes to setting your goals and, and, and mm-hmm. maybe um, making a framework that's necessary. So, I love the way how you think about transparency, Wanda, from that perspective, because uh, coming from the accounting finance background, I can promise you, Della, Kyle, and I, are going to look at transparency a little differently, right? But the beautiful thing about this is that you are saying, I am going to be transparent so that we can build a better relationship. And as we build a better relationship, we are going to be able to build a more accountable organization to impact our community in a better way. And I love that. I love that sentiment. Lovely to hear that. How about you, you. Dama? Well, you know, being transparent can be difficult at times. It means being able to tell the truth, even though mm-hmm. it can be hard. Yes. Mm-hmm. And who it can affect and how it mm-hmm. can affect them. You know, you may want to protect others from something that is bad. Um, but in the long run, you're really hurting them. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not transparent with them and they continue to do things um, that they believe is right because you think it's right, um, it's going to carry over into mm-hmm. other parts of their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention your own reputation for not being transparent. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been built, maybe it may not be intentional, but you're, you're thinking you're protecting somebody or your company, but you've been working so hard for a reputation, trying to build it, and it can become ruined. Um, mm-hmm. And even though your intentions may not have been bad, Yeah. Sometimes it's not the intentions, it's the execution, right? And not being able to be transparent gives the impression that we are not authentic and we don't have integrity. And then that can lead to other complications and including uh, inability for people to trust us. So that is a very, very valuable perspective. How about you, Kyle? Well, you know, I completely agree with um, everything that Wanda and Della have said. And I think um, you know, when I was thinking through this question a little bit before we, we jumped on the call, I, I kind of really thought back to um, the purpose of this organization we're working to form, which really is, you know, getting folks to collaborate and coordinate and, you know, come to um, come together to solve problems and, and kind of work mm-hmm. together for the public good. And I mm-hmm. think that um, I just really think that transparency is a really critical component to that, um, you know, uh, there are some challenges, of course, when you have private organizations, you know, being transparent, um, you know, to whatever degree with public sector organizations. Um, but to really, truly, I think that that has to exist for, for problems to be solved and, um, you know, for us to come together and, and really, um, you know, make beneficial decisions for the public good. Um, so that's kind of the, the perspective that I, that I think of it. And I, and I really, truly do think that um, you know, transparency is critical um, in the conversation about accountability and really, you know, problem solving as well. Mm-hmm. And it truly builds cohesion, right? It allows us to look at an issue from all perspectives. And it's not that some people don't get a perspective. We all have blind spots, right? 
So if everybody is transparent, then we can cover each other's blind spots. And then as a team, we are going to be most impactful in our vision and our mission of doing something for greater good. So I totally, totally hear what you're saying. Thank you so much for that, Kyle. I have a question for you, Dr. Cass. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you ever been or not been transparent with a certain issue and were you successful at it? Interesting question. I am a believer of being open and honest. And to me, being transparent has never been an issue as long as I understand my audience and know the best way to communicate it. So style over substance, right? The substance needs to be communicated. But if I truly understand my audience and understand how they are wired and what their motivations are, normally it's never the most, very rarely people have bad motivations. Good intentions get bungled because of poor execution or nobody spotted a blind spot. So I am natured to have a conversation in a very constructive way. And I think being an educator and a practitioner, being a professor and an executive helps me temper that because I come from a place more of a, I would say, mom than a boss in the workplace. And in the classroom, obviously, I am the adult in the classroom. And Della and Wanda, both of you have been my students, so you know my style, <laughs> yeah. right? Yes, very so right. You're the only one my... I know that can capture an audience and nobody looks <laughs> <away>. <laughs> yes. So regardless, thank you for that. Regardless of the age of my audience, I come from that place and I know me. I am wired to be that motherly, maternal person. So when I come from that maternal place, I can have a difficult conversation. But what I always tell myself and keep front and center is we are having a conversation about the issue at hand. And while having that, my goal is to not destroy the spirit or the motivation of the audience I am engaging with. And as the person communicating the message, I own how I impact my audience. And I have to shape my message in a way that it is received in the way it is intended. And I try to do these difficult conversations face to face because I'm fully aware that 70% of the conversation is nonverbal. And as words come out of my mouth, I'm actually reading the face of my audience and choosing my words as I am talking in a way that I am getting the facial expressions and the body language feedback that is going to be constructive for the outcome we're trying to drive. So as long as I look at the communication of transparency as for the greater good and driving the right impact and then being choiceful of my words with an understanding of how I am impacting the listener, you then know, I have I'm, succeeded. I'm thinking of energy when I think of mm-hmm. um, just what you said. Um, when you have a really good idea and your intentions are great and you have just this incredible motivation, um, you're right. We need to slow down. We need to look at the beginning, the middle, and the end. We need to not mm-hmm. be blinded by things and, and, and keep on track. Um, and I think that's probably, for me, is going to be a... Uh, uh, something I learned in my process 
of yeah. part of this chapter is to slow down. You don't always get to run with it. Um, and I know, I know. Add, but we're and, all going to learn that, right? Because in our <laughs> workplaces, so we're all used to being the leader and taking charge and guiding our team that in this organization, we just have to take a step back and bring everybody along for the journey. Uh, Della and I have this conversation offline a couple of times because we can't go too fast and scare everybody. We can't go too fast and leave people behind. Kind of like running a marathon. And in my case, I'll be walking the marathon alongside everybody, right? So how do we take everybody for that journey with the transparency of sharing where we are and how far we are coming and what help we need and do it as a team? And that is the beautiful part about this organization that we are going to learn more about ourselves and also learn to do this together. To me, that is the single most exciting part about this. How about you, Kyle? Well, you know, I I really appreciate kind of what you all described from, you know, the kind of the individual perspective. And that is, you know, we were talking about transparency and really um, the question was posed, have you ever, you know, not been transparent? And really kind of what you said is, you know, no, because I, you know, talk to my audience in a, in a way that's appropriate to who they are, um, you know, and you're, you're bringing about details that are important to, you know, that conversation. So it's mm-hmm. not about not being transparent. It's about, um, you know, addressing the matter at hand. And I think from the broader perspective or really from, you know, the AGA Greater Chicago chapter, I think that that's the mentality that we all need to have and, you know, an even broader mentality that our, you know, our organizations or the folks that we represent need to have, um, you know, simply because, you know, that's how we can be productive and that's how we can, you know, be agents of change is really to talk to each other in a way that's productive and in a way that, you know, we are sharing, you know, the relevant details mm-hmm. and being transparent with the matter at hand. Um, but again, it's about solving problems and, and working together to do that. So I, I completely agree with what you're saying and um, think it's really an important skill for all of us to work on and develop. I couldn't have said it better. Thank you so much, Kyle. And let's go to break and come back and pick this up from here. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you are looking for an outstanding keynote speaker, look no further than Dr. Cass Henry. Cass is available to speak to your company. She also offers organizational leadership development seminars and workshops. These seminars can integrate learning and development, customer service, processes, and financial growth. Positive, motivated employees care about their customers and work products. Visit CassHenry.com or follow Dr. Cass Henry on Facebook. That's CassHenry.com for more information. Organizational training does not have to be a difficult job. Visit Dr. Cass Henry's site to find out more about her organizational training curriculum development and global organizational training webinars. These informative webinars cover leadership development, career path and succession planning, financial performance improvement and change management, and corporate finance. For more information, please visit CassHenry.com and follow Cass Henry on Facebook. That's CassHenry.com. Have you become a member yet? 
Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're listening to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks. How to get it just right. To reach Dr. Cass Henry or her guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Henry at hotmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, How to Get Just Right. We are discussing the episode Private-Public Partnership for Accountability and Transparency with Kyle, Della, and Wanda. As we went to the break, we were going to have you share your thoughts. So go ahead. Yeah, um, accountability to me, for myself, is probably three levels. Um, And the reason why I'm saying three levels is because I try to be aware of and feel responsible for, you know, what um, I want to see happen in my life and how I can touch someone else's life, you know, in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Um, the first level will probably be my, of course, my work. Mm-hmm. Um, do I have the tools? Do I have the knowledge um, to do what I need to do? Um, I'm accountable to the taxpayer, you know, for trying to get certain things done for their money and to protect the tax dollar. And at the same time, I'm also accountable to the county. Mm-hmm. Um, another level is my social action accountability. I have to give back or share what I've been given, mm-hmm. whether it's to volunteer for an organization, money to give to a charity, or just maybe a hug lending an ear to somebody that needs it. Mm-hmm. That's, so that's the social side. And the last level is of course family and friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to be there. I feel the need to have to be there for them when I'm needed, or even reach out to them if they're not able to mm-hmm. to do that for me. So, in order for me to feel like a whole person in every aspect of my life, I feel that there's three areas to be accountable mm-hmm. for. I I think that is a beautiful sentiment because ultimately. We all play at least four roles in a society, right? We are a householder and a family member. We're a person, right? On top of that, we're a consumer. We're an employee. We're a citizen. And then we're also an investor. So we have all these roles to play. And in every one of these roles, we have to be accountable to ourselves and those who we impact. And I think that is what you're trying to say in terms of all the people we touch. And... So as we talk about how accountability allows us to make these positive impacts and how as part of this organization, we can take our different perspectives and build that in a way that impacts the community in a positive way. 
How do you see the need for transparency and disclosure playing into your idea of accountability? I'm going to have Wanda, you go first. We're going to okay, mix good. it up a little. I was going to jump in. Um, yes. You know what? Being maybe older and um, maybe not as socially media savvy as a lot of other people, I kind of like the idea of putting my cards out on the table. And mm-hmm. with transparency and with all the great minds that we have together in this chapter, um, I like the idea of saying, this is what I got. This is what I bring. Um, let's see if we can work something out. And, um, you know, you know exactly what you've got. Um, it, the mm-hmm. transparency itself uh, makes it pretty clear and helps you more accountable when it comes to setting your goals and, and, and mm-hmm. maybe um, making a framework that's necessary. So. I love the way how you think about transparency, Wanda, from that perspective, because uh, coming from the accounting finance background, I can promise you Della, Kyle, and I are going to look at transparency a little differently, right? But the beautiful thing about this is that you are saying, I am going to be transparent so that we can build a better relationship. And as we build a better relationship, we are going to be able to build a more accountable organization to impact our community in a better way. And I love that. I love that sentiment. Lovely to hear that. How about you, Dama? Well, you know, being transparent can be difficult at times. It means being able to tell the truth, even though mm-hmm. it can be hard. Yes. Mm-hmm. And who it can affect and how it mm-hmm. can affect them. You know, you may want to protect others from something that is bad. Um, but in the long run, you're really hurting them. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not transparent with them and they continue to do things um, that they believe is right because you think it's right, um, it's going to carry over into mm-hmm. other parts of their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention your own reputation for not being transparent. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been built, maybe it may not be intentional, but you're, you're thinking you're protecting somebody or your company, but you've been working so hard for a reputation, trying to build it, and it can become ruined. Um, mm-hmm. And even though your intentions may not have been bad. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not the intentions, it's the execution, right? And not being able to be transparent gives the impression that we are not authentic and we don't have integrity. And then that can lead to other complications and including uh, inability for people to trust us. So that is a very, very valuable perspective. How about you, Kyle? Well, you know, I completely agree with um, everything that Wanda and Della have said. And I think, um, you know, when I was thinking through this question a little bit before we, we jumped on the call, I, I kind of really thought back to um, the purpose of this organization we're working to form, which really is, you know, getting folks to collaborate and coordinate and, you know, come to um, come together to solve problems and, and kind of work mm-hmm. together for the public good. And I mm-hmm. think that um, I just really think that transparency is a really critical component to that, um, you know. Uh, there are some challenges, of course, when you have private organizations, you know, being transparent, um, you know, to whatever degree with public sector organizations. Um, but to really, truly, I think that that has to exist for, for problems to be solved and, um, you know, for us to come together and, and really, um, you know, make beneficial decisions for the public good. 
Um, so that's kind of the, the perspective that I, that I think of it, and I, and I really, truly do think that, um, you know, transparency is critical um, in the conversation about accountability and really, you know, problem solving as well. Mm-hmm. And it truly builds cohesion, right? It allows us to look at an issue from all perspectives. And it's not that some people don't get a perspective. We all have blind spots, right? So if everybody is transparent, then we can cover each other's blind spots. And then as a team, we are going to be most impactful in our vision and our mission of doing something for greater goods. I totally, totally hear what you're saying. Thank you so much for that, Kyle. I have a question for you, Dr. Cass. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you ever been or not been transparent with a certain issue and were you successful at it? Interesting question. I am a believer of being open and honest. And to me, being transparent has never been an issue as long as I understand my audience and know the best way to communicate it. So style over substance, right? The substance needs to be communicated. But if I truly understand my audience and understand how they are wired and what their motivations are. Normally, it's never the most, very rarely people have bad motivations. Good intentions get bungled because of poor execution or nobody spotted a blind spot. So I am natured to have a conversation in a very constructive way. And I think being an educator and a practitioner, being a professor and an executive helps me temper that because I come from a place more of a, I would say, mom than a boss in the workplace. And in the classroom, obviously, I am the adult in the classroom. And Della and Wanda, both of you have been my students, so you know my style, <laughs> right? Yes, very so much. You're the only of one my... I know that can capture an audience and nobody will <laughs> <away. laughs> yes. So regardless, thank you for that. Regardless of the age of my audience, I come from that place and I know me. I am wired to be that motherly, maternal person. So when I come from that maternal place, I can have a difficult conversation. But what I always tell myself and keep front and center is we are having a conversation about the issue at hand. And while having that, my goal is to not destroy the spirit or the motivation of the audience I am engaging with. And as the person communicating the message, I own how I impact my audience. And I have to shape my message in a way that it is received in the way it is intended. And I try to do these difficult conversations face to face because I'm fully aware that 70% of the conversation is nonverbal. And as words come out of my mouth, I'm actually reading the face of my audience and choosing my words as I am talking in a way that I am getting the facial expressions and the body language feedback that is going to be constructive for the outcome we're trying to drive. So as long as I look at the communication of transparency as for the greater good and driving the right impact and then being choiceful of my words with an understanding of how I am impacting the listener. 
you then know, I can I'm, succeed. I'm thinking of energy when I think of mm-hmm. um, just what you said. Um, when you have a really good idea and your intentions are great and you have just this incredible motivation, um, you're right. We need to slow down. We need to look at the beginning, the middle, and the end. We need to not mm-hmm. be blinded by things and, and, and keep on track. Um, and I think that's probably, for me, is going to be uh, uh, something I learn in my process of yeah. being part of this chapter is to slow down. You don't always get to run with it. Um, and I know, we I know. Add, but we're um, all going to learn that, right? Because in our workplaces, <laughs> so we're all used to being the leader and taking charge and guiding our team that in this organization, we just have to take a step back and bring everybody along for the journey. Uh, Della and I have this conversation offline a couple of times because we can't go too fast and scare everybody. We can't go too fast and leave people behind. Kind of like running a marathon. And in my case, I'll be walking the marathon alongside everybody, right? So how do we take everybody for that journey with the transparency of sharing where we are and how far we are coming and what help we need and do it as a team? And that is the beautiful part about this organization that we are going to learn more about ourselves and also learn to do this together. To me, that is the single most exciting part about this. How about you, Kyle? Well, you know, I I really appreciate kind of what you all described from, you know, the kind of the individual perspective. And that is, you know, we were talking about transparency and really um, the question was posed, have you ever, you know, not been transparent? And really kind of what you said is, you know, no, because I, you know, talk to my audience in in a way that's appropriate to who they are. Um, you know, and you're, you're bringing about details that are important to, you know, that conversation. So it's not about not being transparent. It's about, um, you know, addressing the matter at hand. And I think from the broader perspective or really from, you know, the AGA greater Chicago chapter, I think that that's the mentality that we all need to have. And, you know, an even broader mentality that our, you know, our organizations or the folks that we represent need to have, um, you know, simply because, you know, that's how we can be productive and that's how we can, you know, be agents of change is really to talk to each other in a way that's productive and in a way that, you know, we are sharing, you know, the relevant details mm-hmm. and being transparent with the matter at hand. Um, but again, it's about solving problems and, and working together to do that. So I, I completely agree with what you're saying and um, think it's really an important skill for all of us to work on and develop. I couldn't have said it better. Thank you so much, Kyle. And let's go to break. And come back and pick this up from here. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. If you are looking for an outstanding keynote speaker, look no further than Dr. Cass Henry. Cass is available to speak to your company. She also offers organizational leadership development seminars and workshops. These seminars can integrate learning and development, customer service, processes, and financial growth. Positive, motivated employees care about their customers and work products. Visit CassHenry.com or follow Dr. Cass Henry on Facebook. That's CassHenry.com for more information. Organizational training does not have to be a difficult job. 
Visit Dr. Cass Henry's site to find out more about her organizational training curriculum development and global organizational training webinars. These informative webinars cover leadership development, career path and succession planning, financial performance improvement and change management, and corporate finance. For more information, please visit CassHenry.com and follow Cass Henry on Facebook. That's K-A-S-Henry.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You're listening to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks. How to get it just right. To reach Dr. Cass Henry or her guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Henry at hotmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks. How to get it just right. Joining us on the episode, Public-Private Partnership for Accountability and Transparency. And I'm having this wonderful, exciting conversation with Kyle, Della, and Wanda. So as we go into our final segment here, what is the one important part you want to leave with our listeners about our cause, our mission, and what we are trying to do here? I'm going to let Kyle go first. Um, I think, uh, you know, it's, we've kind of communicated in a lot of ways today that, you know, we as individuals are very excited to, um, you know, be agents of change, get out in our communities and make them better places to, to be and to live in. And, um, you know, I would just encourage our listeners to, to do the same. If you, if you share those values, then, um, you know, you should get out there and make your voice heard and make a difference in the world that you live in. Um, and, you know, whether that's, with our organization or not, I think it's just really important to, um, you know, fulfill your role in society and, and you know, be an agent of change for whatever you see as an important issue. Mm-hmm. Very, very important advice. Thank you so much, Kyle. How about you, Della? I would have to say um, lead your area, whatever that you do for your organization with your best intention. Mm-hmm. You have to show others that you want to accomplish, you know, what you want to accomplish for the chapter because you have everyone in mind. Mm-hmm. If, you know, it happens to be that you have an idea that not everyone is on board with, mm-hmm. then maybe something might just have a spinoff from that idea. So mm-hmm. somebody can come in and say, well, you know, Della, that was a good point, but I was thinking this. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always room to learn. And probably the best learning that I've encountered was from a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I had someone else giving me a better idea from this one, and it was proposed. So mm-hmm. really, you you have to 
work together to get something done that benefits everyone. Yes, and having an open mind and an open heart. Beautiful, Isabella. How about you, Wanda? Oh, boy. (laughs) You know, I'm listening to all these great ideas and these wonderful statements about um, making things a better place. And I'm going to have to go with that um, and say that greater good and humanity um, are probably one of the key focuses for us. And I'm thinking you ended with a literary kind of uh, analogy, and mm-hmm. I will too. Uh, Jiminy Cricket, let your conscience be your guide. Get involved, make a little bit of noise, and be the change that we need. Mm-hmm. Perfectly said. And a little bit of noise and a lot of fun in that process is what we are hoping for. And I cannot tell you how honored and blessed I feel having Kyle, Wanda, Dalai, you guys on the show and sharing this journey, right? And together, we are not only going to take our vision and translate into actual impactful action. I think we're also going to build lasting relationships. Life is about building relationships. I learned very young in life that there are only three things that transcend life itself. How we touch other people what we know, and our relationship with whoever we call our creator is, right? So, and as long as we're doing this, we are going to touch all three aspects of those. And I am personally very, very humbled and happy about the journey we're embarking. And I would be remiss if I don't share with the audience that we are planning our organization's installation ceremony for the 11th of January. We will be sharing the details of this event on our Facebook page. So we strongly urge you to friend us, follow us. You can find us on Facebook at AGAGC. That is AGA Greater Chicago, all acronym. And watch our progress. Give us ideas. Even if you are not part of our Greater Chicago community, we want you to take some of these ideas and go and make a difference in your community. We want you to share your ideas and what you have accomplished with us because if each of us positively impact our respectable communities, then together we're going to make this world a better place. And the only thing that is stopping this world from being a great place is each of us directly engaging. And hopefully we can build that contagious desire for everybody to go out there and make a difference. And please don't be afraid because everybody is waiting for somebody to take the first step. It's like being on the dance floor. It doesn't matter if your moves are good. Think of Seinfeld. Think of the moves of Elaine and just go for it. Right. And I personally fully subscribe to Stevens Covey's belief that accountability breeds responsibility. And let's not forget, accountability is not what we do, but it is also what we do not do. And as we move forward, I also want everybody to keep front and center our organization's mission, transforming government accountability through cooperative leadership and innovation to build a sustainable community of public private university partnership for our shared prosperity. This show is all about our shared journey and staying true to this goal. We will continue to bring content that will help everyone transform ourselves 
and the communities we live in. Please continue to share your thoughts, ideas, and suggestions with me via email at drcasshenry at hotmail.com. That is D-R-K-A-S-H-E-N-R-Y at hotmail.com. And as you go through this journey and as you go through your day-to-day responsibilities, remember, every human interaction is an opportunity for transformation. So go out there, transform lives, and don't forget to start with your own, your own family, your own community. Merry Christmas. Thank you for tuning in to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, How to Get It Just Right. Please join Dr. Cass Henry again next Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another edition of the program. We'll see you then.